0: is called a man without purpose is dead. is death that's a really bold statement very very <laughs> very very bold statement hmm. but i think that's necessary if we if we have to move forward as men i think it's imperative that we understand that we need to have purpose in life and not just live on purpose no we have to live for our purpose agreed so, guys, before we continue, don't forget, please, we're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers.
1: So, please, yeah, like, to share, like, share, and subscribe. And, subscribe. All right? and again, this is to help us to better give you better content, better quality content. So, Nick, let's go. Let's go. So, so first thing
0: we're going to start with. All
1: right. All right. What is purpose?
0: Okay, well, let's use some dictionary definitions,
1: right? All right,
0: okay. you want to go first? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'll go first. Okay. All right, so according to Oxford,
0: well, Oxford, see,
1: purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists, mm. or a person's sense of resolve or determination. Mm. That's it,
0: all right, okay.
1: here's what miriam said okay
0: miriam says something set up as an object or end to be attained Hmm. both definitions i think are very interesting eh? repeat yours again so according to
1: oxford the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists Hmm. and a person's sense of resolve or determination
0: Okay, but so we'll deal with both. We'll deal with both definitions. <clears throat> the first one: the reason for which something is created. A lot of us don't know what we were born to do. That is true, and as a result, we just exist. I wouldn't even consider it living, because we do the same thing over and over and over every single day well let's say monday to friday you pray for the weekends when the weekend comes you do one of two things either go party get drunk or whatever or you hang out with your family go to the beach or whatever and then when sunday comes you dread monday Monday (laughs) and do the same thing over and over again every Year or every week, every year, every decade, until they can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, when you retire, if you do make it to retirement age, then you then you decide that you want to live now. But on average, people only live twenty years after they retire, if so much. So we need to figure out every individual, even though we're talking about. Talking to the men. I think we need to stress that every individual needs to figure out what they were born to do. Hmm. You need to figure out what gives you that burning desire to wake up every single morning. Like, if if you didn't have a job, a nine-to-five, a regular nine to five. Let's say you're on vacation, what is it? What was that something? Was that one thing that you would just need to get up to do every single day. For some people, it's writing. For some people, it's painting. For some people, it's making music. For some people, it's traveling, hiking. There's so many different things you could do. But people don't realize that you could do the things that you love and make a living from doing it, especially in society now with the advent of the the internet, or or we should say Web 2.0 with social media and everything. So I, I think I think it's important that both men and women, even though we're talking to the men, both men and women need to figure out what they were born to do.
1: I agree. And also to add, <laughs> now this is something, again, you told me.
0: <laughs> I, I, I can't, I, I, I never remember what I tell him. <laughs> he just reminds me every time. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, so you told me, not too long ago cuz i remember asking the same the same question what what is purpose how do i find my purpose how do i know what my purpose is and you said that your purpose is something that you enjoy doing something that you find yourself doing where the time just seems to pass like basically there's no no concept of time when you're doing that activity. And when I when you said that, I was like, "Wow, wow!" <laughs> like
0: sometimes I say "Wow" when I say it. Like, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was that, and that was as I said, that wasn't too long ago.
0: As, that is that's so true, eh? because when I think about, especially like when I think about what we're doing now, there were times where we would be talking about the things that we're talking about now. And the time would just go and go and go, and we felt like if we just started. Correct. You know, and that's the same thing with you when, when you're writing or painting. That's the same thing with me when I'm doing capoeira um, or writing. Or writing. So, and these, and these things, and if people don't realize that these things are easily monetizable, if you worry, okay, how are we going to make money? Don't worry about the money yet. It will what you need to worry about is what makes you feel alive that's what you need to worry about what makes you feel alive when you get up in the morning it's like yes another another day i get to do the thing or the things that i love to do for some people it's working out they just get up every day to just work out they go to the gym four o'clock in the morning then they go to the job that they don't like then lunchtime they might run away and do a next session and then when um, work is over at the end of the day, they go again and do a third session. You need to do the things that make you feel alive. What's the next? The next definition again. Give, give me the next definition again.
1: A person's sense of resolve or determination. That's important. Very important. That's important. I'll,
0: I'll let I'll let you talk about this one first because, yeah, I think this is this is a lot.
1: This one is a lot. So a person's sense of resolve and determination. So before before looking at these definitions from Oxford and Miriam, mm-hmm. I would have put down some points of my own. It so happens that they line up exactly <laughs> with what is said. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't planned or anything, guys. This is just straight up, straight off up the top. So I'll just go through the points just to make it clear to everybody of what they are. So initially, I would have had something, for example, a task that you alone can do. Another one is where a task where you alone or you were basically could be considered made or created to do. After that, I also had what was said, which is driven and determination. I also have a goal and an ideal as well. So Going into each of these um, and tying it back with the second definition from Oxford as it relates to a person's sense of resolve or determination, I would say that purpose is, as you mentioned just now, bro, something that you feel alive, something that wakes you up in the morning, that gives you, again, that drive. You're, you're fine. If you're, For example, if you're tired throughout the day or... Tired from whatever, whether it's nine to five, as you mentioned as well, or any other thing, any other activity, you find that energy. You find that determination to want to actually, no matter what, go out and do it. To actually put everything else aside and say, okay, let me, let me, I really enjoy this, no matter what gonna do it all right and that determination is what tends to set you apart right by itself because not all of us are made for the same purpose of course not and every purpose there is there's it's each purpose is important in its own regard because it's what it's what makes things unique it's what makes things basically for, i want a better phrase the will go round and when each one of us man woman, finds our purpose just imagine what this will could be mm-hmm. well, firstly
0: for the for the individual is liberating
1: liberating yes of yeah course.
0: because you might have been in a quote-unquote dead-end job might be, it wouldn't be something that you would have you would enjoy or that or that you'd like, but you're just doing it to pay the bills. Correct. And then when you decide that, you know, we're going to live out, I'm going to live out my purpose. You know what? Forget what anybody else thinks. I'm going to live out my purpose. I might have been an accountant, but I always loved woodworking. I love creating things, chairs, sculptures. And I'm going to do this because, yeah, Accounting might be making me a lot of money, but it's not making me happy. Right. It's and not, people people get it twisted. It's not fulfilling. Money is money doesn't make you happy. Mm-hmm. Money, money can help, but it doesn't make you happy. Because there are a lot of people right now with that, that are worth millions and are very much unhappy. Yep. So I think it's important that people understand that money does not make you happy. It's doing <laughs> the things that that makes your soul ignite with passion that's what makes people happy that their family again the things that you things that you that you enjoy doing those are the things that make your soul feel light that make you feel light. that's what makes people happy right so don't get it twisted there are a lot of people right now that are working in jobs because their parents told them that it's a, that it's a prestigious job, whether whether it be a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, um, an engineer, uh, a geologist, an architect, whatever it is. Some people actually enjoy these things, but there are others who are doing it because their parents told them that that's what they should do, and because
1: their parents have an expectation And, and the parents them. have
0: an expectation of them, but in reality, that person might have loved woodworking, like I mentioned before. They might have loved dancing mm-hmm. they might have loved athletics fitness right but it was frowned upon but that was their purpose that, that's what drove them correct and i think it's important that people get back to what is what is it that made them happy it's so important i can't stress that enough
1: <laughs> yeah very true because as you know bro like In society today everybody is seeking for seeking happiness but a lot of people are seeking it in the wrong places Mm. and would you say that that is because they haven't found their purpose they haven't found their what fulfills them what wakes them up in the morning and drives them and gives them that determination something that as you mentioned that sets their soul on fire would you say that
0: i i would say some have not found their purpose. Mm -hmm. And I would say others have suppressed their purpose.
1: Mm. Two very important points.
0: Yeah. I think think it's important to distinguish. The people that have not found their purpose, because sometimes we find our purpose late in life. Right. And when you've been going through the indoctrinations of of society for, let's say, 15-20 years, sometimes you don't really get the opportunity to search for your purpose
1: Hmm. right that's true
0: and then there are others who knew their purpose from the time they were able to speak but it got suppressed by parents teachers whoever else in authority or adulthood that would have that would have been caring for them and they couldn't do the thing that they love to do because they told them that that's not good or that's not going to make any money or Nobody does that. And they're working in a job. Might be might be paying really, really well. They could be they're able to have, afford a home, they're able to afford a car, they're able to travel and so on from that thing that they're doing. However, they're not happy. And people would say, Why are you not happy? You have everything that, that so many people would want. Why are you not happy? Mm. Because it's not about the physical things. People, you could ask anyone, from the biggest atheist to the most devoted of spiritual person. Spiritual wealth is always more important than physical wealth. Yep. Right? Even the atheist who doesn't believe that there exists a, a world that they cannot see they'll they feel completely and totally out of sync if they're not doing a particular thing. Hmm. So that that is the people who got their purpose suppressed. The people who never got a chance to figure out what their purpose was, I would say to them, take some time. I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of them have... If, they're not, if they have a job, Take some time off and do some soul searching and figure out what, it, what is it that makes you happy. Yes. Because un, until, you, until you do that, you'll, you'll be miserable. You'll continue to be miserable.
1: That's, that's some good advice. That's some really good advice. Um, because, again, it will just continue to perpetuate the unhappiness. In the nine to five that they work in and they'll be they'll feel like they're stuck in a rut, mm-hmm. feel like the car got out, there's no way out, and you know, you have to sit down for 30, 40, maybe 50 years behind doing something that they don't like or they don't enjoy, mm-hmm. you know. But there is another way out, yeah, you know, definitely. There is another way out, and I'm glad that you, you brought up that point about atheists and yeah. spiritual people. Because I actually have a question as it relates to that. Would you say that there are different types of purpose, whether on a physical plane or on a spiritual plane? Or would you say that both of them are intertwined with each other? Or um, yeah, are they intertwined with each other, or are they separate?
0: I, there, there's, There's no, they are indistinguishable. Because I think what people need to understand, for those of you, for those of you who are atheists, I'm, I'm, sorry, you may not be able to understand it. But purpose is always spiritual; it just manifests as a as a physical thing. So it is indistinguishable. Mm. All right, yeah. So, the next definition before we get into the real meat of this episode. The next definition is, as a relates to purpose, something set up as an object or end to be attained. If we break this down, we could take the something as your life. What would you like to see when you've come to the end of your life as it relates to you, what you would have accomplished? Has anyone ever thought of that? What would you want your the end of your life to look like? When you're on your deathbed, do you still have things that that you never expressed to the will Do you still have regrets? Things that you, not the things that you did, but the things that you didn't do? If that's the case, like if you think about it now, then you have some work to do. Because according to this definition, if you didn't set up your life in such a way so that when it, when it's about to end, you're at peace, then you would have failed as a living soul. I'm sorry that it that it's coming out harsh like that, but I think it's important. We see people on a daily basis just going through life. Going through the motions. Just going through the motions. They're just taking what life throws at them.
1: Basically, to give the allegory they're like a a ship in the ocean where they are the mercy of of the winds and the the winds and the waves yeah and being tossed around mm -hmm. the currents may drift them wherever Mm -hmm.
0: they have no rudder yeah it's exactly like that Hmm. it's like a it's like a stone in a in a in a russian river Hmm. It's like the stone just gets strewn anywhere and everywhere, but the thing about it is that you complain, they can't complain, because I can't remember who could, who said who said could. I think it's in Ernest Hemingway. If it's not, I'll have to check it. But um, the I am the captain of my ship
1: captain of my soul
0: the captain of my soul mm-hmm. yeah something like that right but essentially what what it, what it says is that y- you are in control of your life i am in control of my life right and i need to do the things necessary to create the life that i want this is this is not no law of attraction thing i'm talking about here this is basic you want your life to be a certain way you need to do things in order to set up your life to be that way. You can't just hope that it's going to change. Yeah, A perfect example of that is people who never had money that win a million dollars. Before the end of the year, they backed to with no money. Because they have no idea how to, how to use money. Yes, money is there to spend. But what are you spending it on? It doesn't make, like, people might people might not agree with, with what I'm going to say. But it doesn't make sense to just save all of your money. The reason why I'm saying that is because money depreciates over time. If you have $5,000 in a savings account and it's not doing anything for the next 50 years, that $5,000 is going to be worth $500 by the time you're ready to spend it. So it's better to invest your money. Make money with your money. So it's a a mindset shift that is needed to go from not having a purpose to having a purpose.
1: Or finding a purpose.
0: You won't find any purpose. Because the mindset shift for finding a purpose is, I don't like where I'm at in life. There has to be more to life than this. All right. So moving on. The next question Why did we say a man without purpose is dead?
1: The reason why I asked about whether we have different types of purpose, right, mm-hmm. is because of the same question. Mm. Because not having or finding your purpose, pretty much you'll be walking around. Like a zombie, and we've seen, and I know that I, again as you said, it this is gonna rub people the wrong way, mm-hmm. but we and see I it so many, the quote. we see it so many times mm. in today's society. If just looking around, you see people walking the streets and thing and they they look purposeless, mm. like they have nothing to do, like mm. they they unfulfilled, they're just going about life as as I mentioned the allegory of the ship they're just taking whatever comes in the life and accepting it as is and mm-hmm. waiting for something else to toss them the other way mm-hmm. you know and that goes on on a daily basis for the rest of their lives mm-hmm. if they haven't mm-hmm. decided well you know i'm fed up with this mm-hmm. where i am mm-hmm. and how can i get out of it so i just, I re- I just
0: remember the quote the quote is i am um the captain of my ship, the master of my soul. Hmm. And to add to what he was just saying there, when we say a man without purpose is dead, we don't mean that you can't, you're going to get killed. <laughs> like somebody going to walk up to you, you have a purpose? <laughs> oh, you do have a purpose? Well, I have something. For, no, that's not what we're saying. Yeah, We're saying that a man without purpose it's like a dead man walking. Like a zombie. A zombie. It, the only difference is that you won't get buried until maybe like you're 70 years old. Mm.
1: But you just... Essentially already dead.
0: You essentially re- you're already dead. You, you don't have... You don't really have anything to live for. You have,
1: quote unquote, you don't have a life. No, basically. you don't have a life.
0: You have an existence, but you don't have a life. And I, and I think that's one of the reasons why there's a large, there's a high prevalence of men deciding to expire themselves. Hmm. If you know what I mean. You know, there, there's a, there's a high prevalence of that. Why are they doing that? Because essentially they don't feel as though they have a reason to live. Some people don't have the guts to do that. So they just exist until it's time for them to go. To expire. But there's a increasing prevalence or a higher rate of incidences of men expiring themselves. And the reason for that is they weren't properly taught what it means to have a purpose. And these are one of the things that peeve me about the education system. What they're doing is training children to be cogs in a, in a machine, as opposed to guiding them toward their purpose. There are very few teachers, I would say, that guide children toward their purpose. Very, very few. The rest of them just doing it to make money. I I only know one teacher. One that that's actually guiding our students toward their purpose. And that's sad. Look yes. at how many look at how many teachers there are. And if you're a teacher and you and you feel how to say it, what was the what's the word I could use? If you're triggered by what I just said, then you need to look at yourself. Because a lot of times we feel triggered when we feel as though they're speaking to us.
1: You mean when it falling again?
0: Yeah, if you are in a gun. So we need to show young people a path toward their purpose. We can't just, okay, write down these notes, do these sums, memorize these dates, mm-hmm. memorize these formulae. There's more to life than these things. There are some some people that were born to do these things. However, there are others. Their purpose is completely different. I think Einstein said, if you judge a fish by his ability to climb a tree, then he would consider himself stupid. Not everyone is meant to be a mathematician, engineer, doctor, lawyer, so on and so
1: forth. But would you say bro that the um maybe a large part of the reason why there are so many teachers but very little that are guiding students toward their purpose is because they themselves what they are doing they haven't either yet found their purpose or they don't know what it is
0: that's a great point there are a few teachers that teach because it's their passion they love it they love Giving the next generation the tools necessary to succeed. And then there are others that are doing it because it puts food on the table. Yeah. All the other jobs are taken. Exactly. But here's the problem with that the teaching occupation, it may not seem like much, but it is one of the most important occupations. That you could ever undertake and don't just do it just because you want a decent salary and you want two months vacation
1: every year correct correct because you have a responsibility as a teacher the responsibility that you carry holds the next and future generations and also the the students that you're responsible for, especially primary school teachers, those students are at a very impressionable age. And if you do not take care in yourself and in what you do for those students, then you should not be a teacher. You should not be in the profession that you are in because you're going to mess up and destroy the future generation. And as Ron said, it is imperative to know what you're doing. Because, again, if you all want society to continue the way it is heading, right, which is down a path of destruction, then continue doing what you're doing. But if you want change, then you need to make a difference. You need to do something about it. And it's not just enough to just talk about it and complain about it. You have to actually put things in place towards getting that achieved. Well said. And teachers, remember, the way in which
0: you treat a child, regardless of whether they're easy to teach or not, because I've I've learned this from my martial arts teacher, there's no such thing as a bad student. Only bad teachers.
1: Hmm.
0: Again, if it falls in the garden, I'm sorry. But that's just how it is. There's no such thing as a bad student. Only bad teachers. And a lot of teachers are responsible for what's going on outside. And let me add this to it. Teachers don't only... It's not exclusive to to those who are in the teaching profession. Your parents are your first teachers so if a lot of these teachers have to deal with students who are disruptive disrespectful you need to figure out what kind of home they came from and understand your responsibility as the the secondary teacher to reshape that young person's mind because again we started the conversation with men expiring themselves we need to understand our role in the type of men that we're putting into society, whether you are a public school teacher, private school teacher, primary, secondary school teacher, a parent, a guardian, a dance instructor, martial art teacher, a track and field coach. You need to understand your responsibility in putting high-level, high-quality, high-value men
1: into the society. Correct. Because teachers, I'm just going to give a scenario, right? I don't know if any of you heard it before, but it's been out there. And it is, for example, if you as a teacher disregarded a child in school because you don't like them because they you found them unteachable or because you found that for whatever reason you can't teach them because of how they are at that present state and let's say later on they become a criminal It was part of your duty to help guide them to help to help make them better because your input could have been the difference that they needed in their life your input could have been that little flame that that hope that they had if you've just taken the time to pay attention to them a little more maybe dig a little deeper as to why they're going through what they're going through. And as Ron said, the homes that they came from, and that's just on one level. As Ron also said, parents, you all are the first teachers. Again, as I have mentioned before, in the previous episodes, we are not responsible for a lot of the traumas we experience as children and growing up, but we are responsible for our healing and because of that, it requires deeper thought, because it'll be, it'll be wise to question, do I want to continue the cycle of what is happening in society today, or do I want better? Am I comfortable with what is happening in society today? And if I am, then no problem. Just continue what you're doing. But if I want change, I need to do better in order to be better
0: i want to to touch on that point
1: it's very prevalent in trinidad i'm sure it's
0: prevalent in the um communities like ours in other countries we have this myopic short-sighted kind of thinking in our communities where that person or that that person that child is not my problem Mm -hmm. That's the parents' problem. I need all of you to understand that all of the children in our care are all of our problem. Because who they become, we're responsible for that. I would say 95% of the time. Who they become, we are responsible for that. And that and, that, and, it, and it comes back to the question, why did we say a man without a purpose is dead? If we don't give them an ideal to strive toward, again, like, like you mentioned, they would be like a ship in in a maelstrom without a rudder, just getting thrown by the winds and the waves. And when it wrecks up upon the rocks, like, you know, that was a good ship, but that's all it was. It was a, a ship with a lot of potential. He had so much potential. You, you, when, how many times have you heard that? He had so much potential. And look what—look at what happened.
1: Mm-hmm. He had a broken rudder. That's when you could have helped repair be, it. Yeah. Part of that. yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah. You could have repaired his seals, repaired his rudder. Point him in the right direction. So I, I think people need to understand. Stop thinking myopically stop thinking in the short term stop living for the next day stop thinking for the next day think about 5 10 15 20 years into the future what this person who was in your care could be give them something to strive toward give them something worth achieving believe in them because a lot of the times, they don't have anyone to believe in them.
1: Yeah, you and, might be there when you hope. Right,
0: and, and there are very few people in this world where they don't have anyone that believes in them, but they had the, the fortitude to believe in themselves. There's very, very few people that have that. Right? Not everyone has that, and we need to understand that fact. And once we understand that fact, i think we we'll would pay more attention when it comes to the men especially in our care because like like we mentioned in our first episode we need men to be leaders again like mm-hmm. we leaders good leaders mm-hmm. after i, I was to stress that we spoke about purpose we spoke about why we said a man without purpose is dead. Okay, how do we get the men on track now? How do we get them toward, firstly, either finding their purpose, reigniting their purpose, and then on their way to realizing their purpose?
1: I just want to ask a question based on on that question. Mm -hmm. Um, What is the difference between your purpose or reigniting your purpose and realizing your purpose.
0: Everyone can find and reignite, and reignite their purpose. Again, very few people realize their purpose. Realizing your purpose means you have found it. You have found your purpose. You have reignited your purpose and you have relentlessly And without failure, take on the steps necessary to reach to the end, to get to the end, i.e. realizing your purpose. Mm. That is what realizing your purpose is. Finding your purpose is just taking the time to figure out what is it that sets your soul on fire, that makes you want to wake up every morning. That's essentially what finding such reigniting your purpose is. Realizing your purpose now is the discipline, the resilience to take the steps necessary without failure to get to the end. So
1: finding and realizing, sorry, finding and reigniting is synonymous with like, for example, the applica- sorry, the acquiring knowledge, but realizing is applying.
0: Exactly.
1: The application exactly. of
0: knowledge. Right. Yeah. Right. So, next one. How how do men, firstly, find their purpose and then realize their purpose? Let's do it. Find their purpose. How do men find their purpose?
1: In order to find your purpose, first of all, you may not be able to find it on your own especially if you're in a place where as we've mentioned you may be in a nine to five you may not have time to to actually sit down and find your purpose or even to just think about it but and this is this is another episode that we have coming up it's important to have a tribe it's important to have a tribe of people around you that look out genuinely look out for you and are committed to helping you get better as a person because the times that you may not be able to to pick up on those failures or shortcomings once there's a good group of people right that have your interests at heart they will let you know for your own benefit, so that you can actually begin to work on them. So, for example, as a, as I just gave, um, if you're in a nine to five, and you don't have the time to, there will be things that you do very often, that once your, your tribe is observant, and again, taking the, the time to give you feedback, because they have the, your interest at heart they will pick up on the things or see the things that you do that time see to pass and they will let you know about it in one way or another right and then well the rest is up to you to basically apply it to work on it and once you Make the time out of that busy nine-to-five schedule to, because it's something that you, you want to continue to do. If you don't want to do it, then that's on you as well. Just as Ron said before, you shouldn't complain if you don't want that change. And what you should do is continue to work towards it, to reach to a point where you can actually realize your purpose. And along the way... The journey between or the distance between finding reigniting and realizing your purpose that journey will be so much so much different to what was there before before actually finding and reigniting the purpose you will actually begin to see change and you'll get results you'll see results you know you'll feel a lot better you'll feel lighter you'll feel a lot happier you'll feel as i would have mentioned before drawn to remove yourself from the present situation that no longer or is no longer serving you in terms of the nine to five right you may find yourself being pulled away from that and towards something else right and that in itself is a beautiful thing right talking from experience Right, I'm sure Ron could attest to that as well. So, it's important and imperative for two things. Just to reiterate, because I said a lot just now, um, to have a good tribe, right, that looks out for your interests at heart. Also, a tribe that that sees in you things that you may not see in yourself because of whatever reason you may not have the time to, or anything else. And two, once they point it out to you. For you to work on it once it's something that you want to get better, to be better. And eventually, inst- other than realizing, sorry, inst- other than finding and reigniting, to reach to the stage to realize your purpose.
0: When it comes to purpose, it's, it's something that you want to strive toward. Because there's some, there are certain things that make people feel alive, but it's not something that I wouldn't say there's an end goal to that thing. So, for example, the people that love the party, it mm-hmm. makes them feel alive, it, it ignites them. But there's nothing to work toward there. That's, just love the party.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. And also, it makes them feel happy. It makes them feel happy. It makes them feel good.
0: Yeah. But it's not something to work toward. Like, we're going to be a professional party. doesn't make sense. Right? They are... There are things in the entertainment industry that you can do, yes, of course, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about people that just party, I'm not talking about people who are in the business of entertainment, right? I'm talking about people who just spend money to party, mm-hmm. right? It makes them happy, it makes them feel alive, it it um it ignites their spirit, however, there's no goal, there's no end goal, and so I think it's important that. Your purpose is also synonymous with something called a definite chief aim. This is something that is taken from Napoleon Hill's book, The Law of Success. Mm -hmm. If you have never gotten The Law of Success, guys, please read it. It That was the book that set me on my way six years ago now. The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. I'm going to use this analogy. If you are a football player for the Americans, a soccer player, or a basketball player, you love basketball, you would like to become a professional at the highest level. So for football, soccer, that is the Barclays Premier League, La Liga, Syria, so on, right? Basketball is the NBA. Do you just say, I'm going to be an NBA player and then sit until you are the age to become one and then you just step on an NBA court and you're an NBA player? Of course not. You have to train. Same thing with football. Mm -hmm. Um, Track and field. You love to run fast. You say, I'm going to be the next Usain Bolt. Are you going to just sit down on your couch and eat spicy Bigfoot? And when you're 18, 19, you just step onto an Olympic track And break the world record and win gold no you have to train for it so it's the same thing with your purpose with success you have to be in the business of training for success there are things that you need to do in order to train for success one of those things is ingesting and digesting information that is going to shift your mindset from failure to success. To shift your mind from, I can't do that, to I could do anything I set my mind to. So whether it be going to seminars, whether it be reading books, watching movies that inspire you, finding a mentor that inspires you, whatever it is, make sure and ingest and digest information that is going to shift your mindset from a mindset of lack to a mindset of abundance from a mindset of failure to a mindset of success secondly you need to understand that on the road to success there are going to be a lot of people that will make you feel good about the success But you need to understand that there's nothing more important on the path to success than humility. Humility will allow you to keep the success you would have attained and help you get more. But from the time you throw humility to the side and you become entitled and you become vain, the success that you took years to build will fall in an instant. So there's nothing more important to your success than remaining humble. Nick would have mentioned, find a tribe that has your best interests at heart. You don't want people around you that are yes men. Find a tribe that has your best interests at heart. And when you're messing up, they're going to tell you you're messing up. And they're going to tell you why you're messing up to get you back on the right path. Don't just have people around you that are going to stroke your ego. Because those same people, when you fall apart, when your life falls apart, they're going to disappear.
1: And move on. And mm-hmm.
0: they're going to find someone else to be a yes man for. Correct. Okay. So, as we say in Trinidad, take front before front take you. Find the right people up front like Napoleon Hill would have said as well, build a mastermind. Two or more people that have very similar aims and are in harmony with one another. Trust me, that group, that brotherhood, will ensure that you succeed.
1: I agree. Because, as I would have mentioned, I think in two episodes ago, that the people around you can also influence you also adding to that as the saying goes and going back to last week's episode show me your friends and i'll tell you who you are and And as last week's episode it boils back down to character so it is it is imperative to watch And be very selective of who you have around you. Because they can either make you or break you.
0: To add to that, ensure those people, like I would have mentioned when I said you need to be ingesting and digesting information that keeps you on your path, make sure, ensure that these people in your brotherhood your crew, your tribe, your team, whatever you want to call it, ensure that they are doing the same thing. Because mental inertia is that thing that will determine whether you succeed or fail. Now mental in, inertia. Yeah. So inertia could be could be considered in two ways. As you would as you would know, well we did physics, guys, so inertia could be seen in two ways. is either the reluctance to move or the reluctance to stop. So mental inertia can be seen in two ways. The reluctance to develop mentally or the reluctance to stop developing. And I think it's important that we be on the side of the reluctance to stop developing you don't ever want to stop developing even on your deathbed you want to be doing something that helps you improve
1: i want to touch on that point bro you just said that we should be more on the side of reluctant to stop development of ourselves i want to ask this question in nature right what happens to things that slow down and eventually stop. They die. (laughs) It's that simple. It's
0: that simple. Correct. Eventually, for example, um, I would have told you this a few times before, what you don't use, you lose. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with with your mind. Mm. If you don't use it, you lose it. Some people, you just... All of a sudden, they, they become forgetful and they're only like 40. Because they're not, they're not using your brain. So, like, if, if you're not using your brain, if you're not thinking critically, if you're not using the cognitive abilities of your brain, if you're just using your brain for the just to get up and eat and walk and hold things, and you're not using the cognitive aspects of your brain, then the cognitive aspects of your brain are going to go to sleep. And then eventually shut down. And then all of the things that you could remember, you you don't remember anymore. Somebody will tell you something two minutes ago. And then two minutes later, you're asking them the same question that they just spoke to you about. If you don't use the cognitive aspects of your brain, you're going to lose it. So another thing I think people need to understand, people say knowledge is power. (laughs) <laughs> there's a, there's a half truth people, people I think in some cases we all in some way shape or form uh, confuse information with knowledge that's one and then two we tend to consider that because we have knowledge we have power that is not power it's only when you apply knowledge that's when the whole whole aspect of power comes in. Because, for example, if I know how to build a rocket, but I never built a rocket in my life, how how does that change? How does that make me different from you? That I know how to build a rocket. I have the, the theory on building a rocket, and you don't. But we're still in the same position because both of us can't build a rocket. I just know how. I just kind of know how to, and you don't. But neither of us could build a rocket. If someone puts the parts to build a rocket in front of you and the parts to build a rocket in front of me, I might just get to maybe about one booster, and you might. But a booster can't do anything. Mm. So we're still in the same boat. So it's all about applied knowledge. You get knowledge, you apply it. If someone gives you knowledge on how to improve your dress or how to increase your salary or how to start a business or how to market your business, if you don't use the information, it's the same as if you never had the information.
1: And also to add, there are different types of information.
0: There are different types of information. Yes.
1: So you could have knowledge of the wrong thing. Oh,
0: the wrong thing, yeah.
1: <laughs> and think is it truth? Exactly. <laughs> and it's correct.
0: Exactly. We're not going to go into the details of yeah, that. Yeah, let's not go into. <laughs> but it's true. You could have knowledge of something that is completely false, and trying to apply it, and it's not working out for you. <laughs> But because your ego is too big, you can't accept the fact that your information is wrong.
1: Yeah, let's not get into that. Let's not that. get into that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, get... well, that's, a,
0: yeah that's, that's a lot. There is that's a, a rabbit hole. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think in, in closing, guys, it is your duty to strive for your purpose. It's your duty to strive for success. Don't just allow your life to slip away because you just want to have some short-term dopamine shots. You know, to feel nice about yourself for a little bit. Make it your duty to strive to realize your purpose. Make it your duty to strive for success. And strive for success doing the things that you love to do. Don't just... Do it because you feel your mom or dad want you to do it. That's why you're doing it. No, do it because you want to do it. As long as it's not hurting anyone, you make sure and do that.
1: And to add, would you rather a small moment of happiness or a lifetime of happiness?
0: That's an excellent question. And I think... Everyone needs to ponder on that. Would you like a small dose of happiness? Or would you like a lifetime of happiness?
1: And when I say happiness, for that lifetime of happiness, I'm not, I don't mean that you're not going to have trials, you're not going to have challenges, you're not going to have troubles. Of course you're going to have those things, but at the same time, you're doing things because you have changed your life, that suit, that new way of in the direction of being better, becoming better and reaching the realization of your purpose. And that in itself is sustainable and fulfilling. That is what brings the happiness.
0: So, guys, that's the end of this week's episode.
1: Good conversation again, bro. Great conversation.
0: We get better and better every week. We're going to leave the next episode title as a surprise this time. We're not going to let them know what it is. Right. But it was, like you said, it was a really good conversation today. And I hope people take heed with what we're saying and begin to apply it to their lives. So, everyone, it was nice. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. We're and trying share. to get a uh, thousand subscribers. Uh, it was a great conversation again this week. And we hope to see you again next week.
1: Yes. And right. thank you guys for joining us again. Take care. Take, Take care. care.